Welcome back to another episode of One of Us Has to Be Right. Josh knows what we had to talk about after last week's episode, but I'm going to kick it on over to him and tell me what's scary, good, and bad in the world of sports this week. Wait, do we? Do I what? You said that Josh has... Do what? No, no, because remember last week, I was like, I'll talk to you after the show. Oh, yeah. We talked. Yeah, no, we talked about it. We talked about it. Okay. okay. I was like, wait, are we on the same page here right now? (laughs) No, yeah, sorry, sorry. We have to get back. All right, we're back. Um, No, so my scary good is the culture change that is going on with my Detroit Lions. And Mm. I am loving to see it. The the way that I've seen it described by several Lions beat writers is they're saying that they're not settling for average. And so even if someone's a high draft pick guy, like Jelani Tavai was projected to be our middle linebacker. Uh, He took the job from Gerard Davis, who's now a New York Jet, and everyone was like super high on this guy. And then over the last year, his production went down, and now he's looking sluggish in training camp, missing tackles, things like that. And they cut him. Yeah. A 2019 Good. second round pick. But they, they said, look, you, gotta. you know, there's other guys who but are going to try harder. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hear me out, though, because the same thing's happening with the Jaguars, because they have an entirely new front office as well. Yeah. And guys that they didn't draft, same, same uh, spot with Dan Campbell, is guys that they didn't draft that they don't see fitting the culture that they yeah. want on their team right now. Hmm. Yeah, sorry, that, that was it. What's, what's, what's uh, scaring you pretty bad right now? My scary bad is a lot of the COVID restrictions that are going back in place. And, again, mm. not from a bad – like, I, I'm, I'm vaccinated, like, whatever. This is not coming from, like, an anti-vax statement. But yeah. looking at what's happened just over the last two weeks requiring vaccinations, like, I'm all for, like – saying, hey, you know, these are highly recommended. We need over a certain amount, like, if you guys are comfortable, whatever. But, like, they are mandating everyone on a San Francisco, Los Angeles, or New York City team right now to be vaccinated in order to enter NBA NBA facilities. Yeah. So that's Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, Brooklyn Nets, and New York Knicks. That's five teams that are going to have to be 100% vaccinated. And one of the assistant GMs for the Nationals, a 73-year-old assistant GM, just quit his job because he yeah. he was required to get vaccinated. So <clears throat> I, I understand the need for it to happen and the, some of the skepticism yeah. behind it. Um, but I think that, I mean, people are <laughs> going... I mean, the flip side of it is people might lose their jobs because they get sick with COVID, so we need to stop it now. But, like, some people are just yeah. – pe- people are quitting their jobs because they said, I'd yeah. rather quit this job than get this vaccine. So it's just crazy. What's It's not necessarily a scary, bad, like, ooh, the whole vaccine thing. It's more the fact, like, the, the ripple effect that we're the, seeing because The mandates of it. for it. Yeah. yeah. The ripple effects so, due to the mandates. Yeah. And, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, trust me, I'm not trying to politicize the pod. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, we're like, chilling. And it says we talk about politics in the in the description. Yeah, so, like, especially, like, the situation going up in New England, too, where they're, like, none of these cuts were related to COVID. I think Urban Meyer said the same thing. Um, wow. Yeah. 
I mean, you're seeing people lose their jobs for a, a, a... Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's one of the situations that we're monitoring too. So it's just crazy to see this ripple effect that comes as a result of it because people don't want to put the vaccine in their body before they know a little bit more about it. Yeah. So I guess we're kicking it on over to me now. Yeah, it's all you. Uh, I'm going to take the same front that you did and talk about my Jaguars. However, Jaguars are both scary, good, and bad this last week for me. Uh-oh. Um, scary, bad, because what, what on God's green earth is Trent Baalke and Urban Meyer doing with these 53-man roster cuts, getting rid of Jeff Cotton, Jalen Camp, Jake Lutton, um, Philip Dorsett and Farrow Cooper played really well uh, in the preseason. Same thing with Laquan, uh, Laquan Treadwell. I guess we're just getting rid of all of our receivers. Colin Johnson too. I was so mad about yeah, Colin, Johnson. Colin Johnson. He's on the Giants. He's on the Giants, and I wish nothing but the best for that man out of Texas. But um, you know Ben Elfson too. Just out of here. Quincy Williams, a uh, third, fourth round pick that we took a year or two ago, gone. And, you know, we did pick up, uh, oh, oh, what was that guy in the 49ers name? It's slipping around. Tyron Johnson. Tyron Johnson. We did get Tyron Johnson. He was Johnson from the from Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, he has. It was like, I saw some crazy stat where it was like, um, it was like he has like four 20 plus yard touchdowns last year, which. I don't know why wow. he got cut from the Chargers, but because the Jaguars were so high on the waivers, apparently everybody else wanted him, but the Jaguars were able to end up with him. So that's cool. Not my scary good because it's it's our third, fourth, you know, receiver. But I was really mad. Oh, excuse me. I was really mad to see guys like Jeff Cotton go after having so many ridiculous catches in the last preseason game. Didn't really make sense to me. And to see guys like Andrew Wing- Wingard and Taven Bryan still on the team who have just very underproduced, now taking roster spots away from guys that looked a lot better than I thought they were going to this preseason. Yeah. Scary good now. Scary good. Oh, this this one. This one. Okay. Okay. And it is Trevor Lawrence's stat line from the game against the Cowboys. Oh, gosh. Now. Now. Now, the Cowboys were ranked 31st in total defense last year. 32nd were the Jaguars. But, <laughs> so I know, I know we're not going up against insane competition right now, but Trevor Lawrence was 11 for 12, 139, and two touchdowns. I, it just it makes me feel good to be a Jaguars fan for once. Not even like the 2017 season, I didn't believe. I did not believe. <laughs> I know we were, just, we were just talking about that, but I did not believe. But, yeah, Trevor Lawrence played really, really well. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does week one against the Houston Texans, who also have a terrible defense. Great, great starting team for him. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, let's do some division drama, baby. Or do we want to do trivia division next? Division drama? We got, we got Karen Awe. Oh, we do have Karen Awe. Gosh, yes, I'm just pushing yeah. past everything right now. Do you have topics for Karen Of course I do. Okay. Um, so the first one, Roy McElroy was just interviewed and was asked about Bryson DeChambeau, and he says, 
quote, it's pretty tough to be Bryson DeChambeau right now. Do you care <laughs> do you care or no that Rory's feeling a little sympathy for his tour brother? Yeah, I mean it is tough. I mean it's it's I feel like it's never not tough to be Bryson DeChambeau. But um didn't I think I also saw a headline where like him and Kepka were like, Yeah, we're gonna squash our beef. Did did I see that? Or was that like not real life? Was that like a fever? Did you dream that? I haven't seen anything like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, me too. I've, I've never seen anything like that before in my entire life. Um, yeah, Roy, Roy McIlroy. I mean, I don't really care much about golf on like a personal level. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always good to shout out guys on your tour. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, up next, this headline just says, What's the best franchise in WNBA history? Do I click the link or not? <laughs> No, it's okay. Keep going. Um, um, I, you know, I, are you asking me to name the best WNBA franchise? No, I'm asking you, do you like layups? Well, considering I can't hit any, I mean... <laughs> yeah, given that I can't do give do one single layup. Um, no. Uh, Mo- <laughs> moving on. Um, regardless. Acting, regardless. <laughs> acting GM of the Mets, the dumpster fire, 10 and 19 since the All-Star break, New York Mets. Uh, they're now their GM just got caught with a DUI care and all. Oh my god. The Mets, you know, John, I'm gonna say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy how much of a dumpster fire the Mets. I mean you said that yourself, but to see players booing the fans yeah. because I, Because they booed because them. Because like Yeah, because they booed them and then Somebody like hits a dinger and then he boos the fans and now their general manager or owner or whatever has a DUI. Degrom's out for the year. They're missing the playoffs when everybody thought this was going to be finally the year that the Mets can make it back. Back to when Daniel Murphy was just hitting rockets out of the park. <laughs> but nope, not their year. I don't think it'll ever be the Mets year again, John. Um, and that's that's tough. Stop. I don't know their farming system too well, but their just team right now is a mess. Yeah. Um, last two. Well, three, I guess. Uh, Victoria Azarenka, she's a former number one tennis player. Um, she says, I think it's bizarre that fans have a vaccine mandate, but the players don't for the U.S. Open. Thoughts? Interesting. The fans have to be vaccinated, yeah. but the players don't? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm under the, I don't think that vaccination should be mandatory. Um, I mean, I have mine, but yeah. I don't see what, I mean, I understand the concern, obviously, especially because, you know, fans are closer together than some of these athletes are, especially in sports like golf and tennis, where it's more just individualized. Yeah. But... I mean, a negative COVID test between a player and a fan holds the same value, so I don't understand why it's mandated that the fans get vaccinated. Um, and once again, I, this is just purely on mandates, not not the idea of the vaccine, you know? 
um, just want to make that very clear from the both of us. Yeah. That, you know, we're not saying, like, don't get the vaccine or whatever, but uh, these mandates, I don't know, it's, it's, it's tough to see things that are required, but, you know, it's the rules, so we have to follow it. I personally won't be going to the open, so I guess it doesn't really affect me, and yeah. I have my vaccine. Yeah. But I just, I don't like, I don't like these organizations. I guess I get it more at a team level, like, like how the Falcons are all vaccinated, all the players, and if they're like, listen, if you're coming into our stadium, you need to be vaxxed. Okay, fine. But for leagues to require certain teams to be fully this or that or to require fans to have this or that, uh, I don't like it coming from a league perspective. Okay. Next up, Phil Mickelson, for the first time since 1995, won't be playing in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. He's going to be a co-captain alongside Freddie Couples. Do you care at all? I mean, I, it's it's sad to see him just, you know, at the at the end of his career. I don't know how much else he has left in him, in all honesty. But, you know, it's he's, he's going out on top in everything that he's been doing. He's still going to have his celebrity matches with... Um, Tom Brady, I promise you, he will still be in some oh. of those stupid chairs. Absolutely. But you know, I'm. I think, I think that he is on the way out as far as how many competitions he's going to be throwing his hat into. That's yeah. my opinion. You yeah. know golf way more than I do. Yeah. No, I. I think that he's going to slowly transition to the senior tour once he's ready, and then he's going to dominate there, and it's going to be awesome. You know. But yeah. I can see that Staying he's staying on top, going out on top. Yeah. So, last one, and then a, a fun little reminder. The Hawks signed Clint Capella to a $46 million extension. So that's now Trey Young, John Collins, and Clint Capella all signed this offseason. What are your thoughts on the Hawks? What do you think? What are your thoughts on the extension? Do you like the move? Yeah, I really, really, really like the move. I think that it's, it's super crucial to pair somebody with the talent level of Trey Young with a really, really good young big. I don't think John Collins is there yet. I'm not saying Clint Capella is like the, you know, need another all-star to get you to. Fifty, forty, ninety. Uh, like, yeah, fifty. Or fifty, 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 one hundred. Was it 50-50-100? That'd be crazy. But I, I think I he might have gone perfect. That's crazy. But you know, if the coaching tree stays the way it is down in Atlanta, I think Clint Capella is a great signing to pair with Trey Young. They might need just a little bit more. Um, not just like another six man. Like they don't need like Lou Will coming back to Atlanta. Yeah, but. They need just that that extra, like, Drew Holiday, how he was for the yes. Bucks. So, I like Clint Capella. I'm a big fan, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, last thing, I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, Thursday. So, the game will already be played by the time that the fans hear it. Sorry, uh-huh. fan. By the time that the fan hear it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... The Delaware Blue Hens are facing off against the Maine Black Bears. We're getting college Here's football again, baby. 
Here's the thing. I'm so excited for college football to start this weekend. I'm also super excited for the NFL to start this weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, so wait, excited because... No, next weekend. Does it not start Thursday? No, it's next Thursday. Oh, my dad's They get this stupid. weekend off. That's why we have oh. division drama this week, and then we have a week off to talk That's about right. getting excited for the week one. Okay. 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 But John texted me the other day. Johnny might be listening to this. <laughs> And he was saying how Rutgers plays UD this year. You know, oh, he's wait. a big Rutgers guy. Are we gonna get and walloped? Oh, I told him myself, and I'm I, I'm putting it into the world now as I do so well. UD is going to roll through Rutgers. Really? I think so. Okay, I, maybe not I mean, roll through. I love, I but love I could our see coaching like, staff. I think that I, I, think, love, I love Nolan our Henderson. Team. Yeah. Oh, Nolan's healthy. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Is he not? Wait, he no, hurt? no, no, no. He was hurt last year. Actually, Cullen played cornhole. No, he played. Yeah, he played last year, but he got hurt in the the playoffs. Like he was oh, playing through. In, he was playing through injuries. Oh. Yeah. No, Cullen. Oh, uh, no. Cullen played a game of charity cornhole, and there was like like twenty five people there for the um, for Sean's house. I don't okay. know. If you know that the the service group on yeah. campus. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, they were playing um, like a like a cornhole tournament in their backyard, like of that house. And uh, nice. Nolan Henderson was there slinging, so he should be good. Because I saw, because well, because I saw, I saw you know on their Instagram him at practice throwing. So I, I assumed everything was back to normal. Yeah. So, yeah, John, putting it out there right now. I'm calling like I'm gonna go twenty four seventeen. Pens. Oof. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I, I hope this does not come back to bite me. But the the amount of stakes that are into the, that statement are, are absolutely none. Okay. But between me and John, one of us has to be right. And now we are going on to division drama. Let's the go, The last baby. one, we have the NFC West. Yeah, I got the coin right here. All right. All right, just let me know when it's in the air because I need this. I need this so All bad. Right. Call in the air. Three, two, one. Tails. You mother. How do you... Yes! Dude, I swear it's every time I clap the coin. But you understand, it's not the offense that I wanted first pick in. It's the defense that I wanted second pick in. Oh. Oh, good Lord have mercy. Booty so big. Um, Oh, man. Yeah. First, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm vibing right now. Oh, Can't no. wait to mess this all up. Oh, no. Can't wait to mess this all up. First pick, give me D-Hop. Oh, that's funny. I got you to say D-Hop. <laughs> I'll take George Kittle at tight end. No, that's fair. I'm- uh, oh, really? Um, And then I'm going to take DK Metcalf as my wide receiver one. Cool, cool. Um, uh, just because of how terrible <laughs> this offensive line class is, oh. um, give me the Chiefs interior center. Give me Rodney Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I'm gonna follow this up by taking my mm, uh, uh, second favorite receiver in this class. Okay. And that is Cooper Cup. I like that. I like that. 
Um, I'm gonna get the. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna take my favorite tackles, and that's Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a really tough one. Um, it's okay. It's okay. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna. We are going to get through this, Josh. I promise myself. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do it just before you do it. And I know that you're going to be okay with this, but I just need to do it for my own sanity. Give me Russell Wilson. Oh, I was going to take Matthew Stafford, baby. I know. I know. That's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, and then give me Tyler Lockett. Okay. I like that rounding out the core. Um, I mean, I, I'm a big Robert Woods fan, but give me Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I'm going to continue. Um, I'm going to grab... Mm, I'm going to grab Gabe Jackson okay, and Justin Pugh. All right, well, that was really stupid because I'm taking the second-best interior lineman in this class, and that is Alex Mack. Okay. Old Falcons head, been there forever. Um, and then just because... Just because. Give me Raheem Mustard. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take uh, my last O lineman. I'm gonna take um, DJ Humphreys and kick him into guard. Okay. And then I will complete my roster with Matthew Stafford, Sony Michelle, over Carson. Wow. Robert Woods. Okay. And um, Brandon Ayuk, and then that that rounds out. No my love team. for AJ Green. No love for AJ Green. No, nah, not anymore. He's been hurt too much. <laughs> he goes no, not anymore. I want a quarterback um, that's actually going to last. Quarterback. Or sorry, sorry, wide receiver. Ooh. All right. Well, I will be taking Tyler Higby on the. Los Angeles Rams, and then okay. my tackles are going to be the ever young. <laughs> okay. And I just need. Uh, give me Austin Austin Corbett. Okay. Yeah, and now now we move on. Oh, to defense. now we're on the defense! I'm so excited. All right, do it. Take him. You get first pick now. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm going to take your favorite player, Jalen Ramsey. Oh, man. I wasn't banking on that. That's a tough one. Hate to see that. Um, These corners right. are awful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ramsey's my number one on the big board here. I mean, I don't have, like, a big board, but he was number one on my big board. Yeah. Now I'm going to take Aaron Donald, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, absolute monster. And then... That's the right call. You know, you might not like this, and you might not agree with it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see what you do, and I'm going to wait. Give me Fred Warner. Okay. I like Fred Warner a lot. I like him more than you, I guess. 
Um, I'm going to take the best edge here. Go Nick Bosa. Oh, that one hurt. That, that's what I was... And then I'm going to get, get the second best corner and get Jason Verrett, too. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take Ch- I'm gonna take Chandler Jones now. Okay, nice. Uh, at my edge there, right? He's my number one, my first edge. Okay. Yep. Oh, I really hate to do this. You know what? No, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Give me B Wags. That's yeah. That's the right answer. Yeah, I'm staying true to the big board. I'm not staying true to. Do you get in my head right now? Uh, well, I'm going to grab the only good corner left, and that's going to be Byron Murphy. Um, okay. And then I'm going to take my hmm, my favorite linebacker, future talent, and that's Zayvon Collins. I'm a big Zayvon Collins fan. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to take Blitzboy and Buda Baker here. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess it's to you. Just so you can't take him, I'm going to get Quandre Diggs. Oh. And then I'm also... Where would you... Oh, okay. And then right. I'm also going right. to get Eric Armstead. Nice, nice, nice. I mean, nice. You, the funny thing is you still get J.J. Watt. I just like Eric Armstead yeah. a little better. Yeah, like, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, interior here, I'm going to go uh, Kinlaw. Okay. Huge fan of the upside in... Javon Kinlaw. South Carolina boy. And then, yeah, I don't have any <laughs> corners. It's okay. We're chilling. We're chilling. I'm going to take Taylor Rapp here and put him at my cornerback safety spot. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's to you now. Um, yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> I'm looking at the sheet right now, and there literally is not a fourth interior D lineman for me to take. Is there not? There is not. Oh boy! It is somebody. It is Al Woods, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Woods. nobody. Um, oh. No idea. How did I miss that? I dude, I have no idea. They Come used on. to have I, Robert Kimdichi. Maybe. How did I, how did I miss that? How did I only put three interior defensive linemen? I'm gonna finish out with Isaiah Simmons, and then <laughs> I'm gonna take Sean McVay. That's the right choice. Um, um, which I mean leaves you with actually, you know what? You complete your team. I I will okay. research interior D linemen. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So for cornerbacks here, I'm going to take Darius Williams. Big fan of this Rams guy. Huge, huge fan. Especially him up op- oppo of uh, Jalen Ramsey. And then, oh boy, does it dip off? Uh, uh I guess give me Tay Gowan. That's tough. Um, and then for head coach, this sucks. Do I go? Also, do you like what I put on the sheet? What? Isn't that funny? Cliff Kingsbury's cute. Oh, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so it's between... uh, P. 
Pete Carroll and Kyle Shanahan. I respect Pete Carroll a lot more, but I like Kyle Shanahan a lot more, so give me Kyle Shanahan. Okay, I like that. All right, did you find any other interior Okay, yes. Yeah, so the only options I have are DJ Jones, um, Sebastian Joseph Day, who I do oh, like. Oh, I also – wait, sorry. Just throwing this out there, I also have J.J. Watt. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go um, Al I mean, Woods. if you want, you can, you, can, you can kick Carlos Dunlap inside if you want. No, He's I'm going to – I'm going to go with um, Sebastian Joseph Day. And Al Woods. Okay. Actually, okay. yeah, Al Woods. Formidable interior defensive lineman. Yeah. So, we wanted to give the fan a little insight. Because <laughs> me and Josh, we were like, golly, do we have a bunch of just really stacked teams? Yeah. But you know what would be awesome? If we played these teams against each other... And what we're going to do is we're going to pick our favorite offense that we've drafted, our favorite defense that we've drafted. We're going to put them all on one team. Well, I guess two teams. Yeah. And then we're going to play them against each other. And I already know what two divisions I'm using. What are they? But it is the NFC South offense and the NFC West defense. This one that you just assembled? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, you do have the... Well, hold on. Who's who, I, I have a solid AFC East defense as well. Yeah, everyone has a solid AFC East defense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I okay. You know what? We'll get back to you guys. On, That's why on I was. I was like, you sound very. But no. Yeah. We'll get. Yeah. We'll get back to you guys on that one. Might wanna... not be anybody. Might not be anybody from AFC South though. I'm not gonna lie. Might not be anybody from there. <laughs> um. Do you want to read out your uh, your team? Yeah. So. Led under the fearless Kyle Shanahan, we have Russell Wilson, Raheem Mustard, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> I just love saying Raheem Mustard. It's Mostard, by the way, guys. But uh, We have D-Hop, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Higby, Andrew Whitworth, Dwayne Brown on my tackles. We got Rodney Hudson, Alex Mack, Austin Corbett on the interior. On the edge, we have Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, uh, Javon Kinlaw, Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, Darius Williams, and I have hope and faith in you that you can lock down DK. Actually, that, that that'll be that'll be a fun matchup if if DK ever travels to the other side and Ramsey's on Lockett. Keep keep an eye out for Darius Williams on DK Metcalf. Okay. Uh, we got Tay Gowan, uh, Jamal Adams, Buda Baker, Taylor Rapp. Huge Taylor Rapp fan. My slot cornerback spot and. Yep. Who is Team Josh? Team Josh, under the leadership of Sean McVay, is Matthew Stafford at quarterback, Sony Michelle at running back, Robert. Wo- this sounds like the Rams. <laughs> uh, Robert Woods yeah. at wide receiver two, DK Metcalf at wide receiver one, and Brandon Ayuk in the slot. We've got Kittle at tight end with uh, Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey at tackles, kicking DJ Humphreys into guard to pair alongside Gabe Jackson and Justin Pugh. On the defensive side, it's Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead. We've got Al Woods and Sebastian Joseph Day at interior D-line. At linebacker, it's Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, the pair from the Cardinals. And then at corner, it's Jalen Ramsey, Jason Verrett, Byron Murphy Jr. And then at safeties, it's Quandre Diggs and Jimmy Ward. Do you want to hear something crazy? What? 
What do you think Russell Wilson's Madden rating is? A 92? It's a 94. Is it? Okay. Okay. What do you think Matthew Stafford's is? Like it's Madden 22. In Madden 22? Uh, like yeah. a 84? He's an 83. I think that, that's so disrespectful to Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I mean, in Madden, Those two though, quarterbacks... But, like, those two quarterbacks are not that far apart in actual talent level. No. But oh, oh, and over a 10-point Madden spread between the two of them, disrespectful to Matthew Stafford. We got to send some love out to L.A. for my mans. And I knew you were. I knew you wanted him, and I knew that you were going to take him anyways, but I just needed it for my own peace of mind. I was thinking. Wilson. I was thinking Wilson, so. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I, yeah, I guess we just got trivia. Also, I just want to say that I know we never gave the answer to that, but the backup quarterback on the Patriots, not just the Giants, was Brandon Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, yeah. Brian Hoyer, sorry. And I said that. And like, I, was I was like, like I don't know. I thought it could have been. And I, I went back and I listened to the episode, and you gave a chuckle then. And I didn't notice it at the time. Because I was like, Matt Castle? And you're like, no. Nah. And I was like, Brian Hoyer? You're like, uh, he's there now. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, so I guess it's not Brian Hoyer. But I thought it was. And turns out it was. So, Josh, let's get some trivia. You said you got something specific for me this week. Yeah, and the title is... All-time home run leaders. I, 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 I have no idea. This is going to be fun. So, um, <laughs> I have no idea. So this is, this is a toss-up, and the reason I even thought about it. Who, who now has 502 home runs, most recently hit their 500th home run? Oh, oh, I did see this, though. Oh, it's not Jose Abreu, is it? No, Jose Abreu's like no. 27. This guy's 38. Jose Abreu's only 27? Really? Jose Abreu? Not ever... Like the first baseman yeah. on the White Sox? Yeah, I thought he was like 34. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't think... Is it Albert Pujols? No. Oh, because I know I saw this the other day. Oh, no. Jose Abreu <sighs> is 34 years old. Right? I was like, I swear to God, he's been around for a minute. Yeah, he was um, just really old. Yeah, he only has 226 home runs. Yeah. The person in but question... It wasn't, oh, it wasn't Albert Pujols. I'm mad. I'm mad. John it? texted me about it. It's Miguel Cabrera. Oh, man. I was in Detroit, too. That's... No, Chicago is the White Sox. Nah, Chicago's really not Detroit. <laughs> really, really dumb. They're close. Wow. Not Detroit. Um... Including Albert Pujols, who just crept into five, who are the top four all-time home run hitters? Okay, we got Barry Bonds. Yep. Mark McGuire. No. No? Is no. Sammy Sosa up there? No. What? I don't think Babe Ruth is up there. You don't think Babe Ruth is up there? No, he's up there. Okay, he's up there. So you've got okay, so we have you've two. got Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, is Hank Aaron. Yes, Hank, Aaron. Hank Aaron's up there. Albert Pujols is up there. There's one more player who has 696 home runs who's up there as well. Would I know this player? Yes. You probably hate this player. I hate him. I don't really have like a team. Um. I I have the slightest guess. Alex Rodriguez. 
Oh, that came in my mind, too, when you said hated him. Alex Rodriguez was the first player that came to my mind, but I was like, there's no way he's pumping that many. Damn. So, there have been 28 people to hit 50 home, or five home, oh, 500 home runs or more. Who did it in the fewest seasons? They did it in 16, and it's a name you've already said. Is it Barry Bonds? No. Damn. Well, who like who accomplished the amount of home runs that they hit in their career in the fewest seasons? So it might have been Barry Bonds who had it the first to it. So it's who finished okay. their career in the fewest seasons of the people who have over 500. This player has okay. five. He has 583. He's currently in 11th all time with that number. I know John. I know John is just yelling behind the screen right now. <laughs> um, I have no idea. He did have one shortened by a strike. He also had a season in which he went home run for home run with a different player. You said it's a name I already said? Yeah. Is it Mark McGuire? It is Mark McGuire. Big Mac. Okay. Yeah, okay. 11th all-time. He had oh, 16 seasons. Other players who did it in six, or less than 20 include Eddie Matthews, um, Sammy Sosa with 18, um, Manny Ramirez with 19, Mike Schmidt with 18, Mickey Mantle 18, among others. So, okay. But Mark McGuire with 16 seasons under his belt, 583 homers. Okay. And then, other than, this is the last question, this is someone who's oh still still relevant. Uh, he was recently okay. traded. Um, recently a, traded. Oh recently boy. traded. He's an active player. Uh, 40 okay. years I'm old. Try my best. He's currently... He's 40? 40 years old. He's currently number 42 all-time with 443 home runs. He's an active player. He's the third leading home run hitter of among active players. I'm trying to think of 40-year-old players that just got traded. Uh, I know it's nobody on the Cubs. No. I know that... They're on. They just had a massive. They're they're in the AL East. AL East. I'm not gonna lie. You could hold a gun. If you held a gun to my head and told me to name all the AL East teams, there's no way I'd get it right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are on the Tampa Bay Rays. They were traded from the Minnesota Twins to the Tampa Bay Rays. Is it Nelson Cruz? It is Nelson Cruz. (laughs) Yes, let's go. Let's go. That was. I didn't think that was coming out. Four hundred and forty-three. Wow. Nelson Cruz is up there. I mean, and that was as of that was as of tonight at eight oh three. So, you know, okay, that's when I okay, that's fair. Most recently refreshed wow. the list. I'm glad. I'm glad that I I didn't know he was on the Rays now. Yeah, you pulled out. You pulled out Nelly Cruz. That was sick. You said you said old slugger on the Twins, and I just saw just I saw my man Nelson Cruz in the navy blue, and I was like, that's got to be it. It's got to be Nelly. Gotta be it. I, I didn't even know he was he was just recently traded. Yeah. But you know what they say. He's Justin Whitwick. What do they say? I'm Josh Deal. <laughs> One of us has to be right. I don't I don't it's gotten to the point now we're like No, they say we're it. like thirty episodes in, so it's like Yeah. We almost have to force ourselves to say our tagline, which is not good. That should be like well, I feel like I feel like I just kinda of started it and it was just kind of like Oh, that's like kind of clever, and now it's just like it happens every episode. Yeah. And now, 
Yeah, we. I mean, we now tried. We tried to make space. it happen. We tried to make it happen, and then it didn't. So I think no. Well, that's the thing is that we were more against each other in the beginning, and now we're just like, let's talk about stuff. Yeah, you know what? That is something that we turned away from because it was we were not as opinionated against each other. I, I don't remember the last time I legitimately said, so here's why you're wrong. Maybe six weeks ago? Before you went yeah, to Maine, Yeah, but that was maybe? like, that was a joke. But that was like, as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Because we gotta what? get back to hating each other. We've gone, well, we've gone away from a method gotten of... Gotten soft. We've gotten soft. You know what? We've started doing like, picking teams and like, care or not. And like, on care or not, only one of us is giving our opinion, really. I feel like we should both give our opinions on Karen. You know what? I think we should too. Maybe, maybe, maybe or, you know what? You maybe know what? We'll just we'll go back and forth with it. You know what? We won't. Because <laughs> you want to, and I don't. <laughs> here's hey. why. Here's why. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, I'm sorry that y'all had to hear this, but this has been one of us has to be right. We'll catch you next week. See ya.